On today's show, BMW reveals a new compact car, looks like the NASCAR Hall of Fame is turning into a bust, and one activist investor wants to rob GM's piggy bank. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for February 11, 2015. We just got a look at a couple of vehicles that will debut at next month's Geneva show. First up is the BMW 2 Series Grand Tourer, a compact five-door hatchback that can seat up to seven passengers. As you can see from the pictures, it's not quite a wagon, but it's not quite a crossover either. It's offered with five turbo engines with both three and four cylinders, Fuel economy ranges from 36 mpg to 60 miles per gallon. But remember, that's based on the easy breezy European test cycle. It's offered in five trim levels, including an M version, but BMW did not say when it will go on sale. Kia released a teaser shot of a concept for a big D-segment sedan. It too debuts at Geneva and was designed at Kia's design studio in Frankfurt, Germany. NASCAR is losing fans at racetracks, and its television ratings are a lot lower than they used to be. And it turns out those fans are not as interested in the history of the series than NASCAR had hoped. The NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte, North Carolina, where 90% of all NASCAR teams are located, is getting half the number of visitors it thought it would. Now city taxpayers have to bail out the museum. Officials thought it would attract 400,000 people a year, but about 170,000 are actually showing up. The hall has a lot of famous race cars dating back to the 1940s. But here's my out-of-line insight. This is yet another reason why NASCAR has to change its racing format to bring in a new generation of fans to the sport. Still to come... Eyes on Design reveals its annual poster, wearables are coming to the automotive industry, and General Motors has yet another headache to deal with. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. With flat panels and curved screens as far as the eye can see, TVs were clearly the hottest item at this year's Consumer Electronics Show. So were drones. But we did see one trend emerging amongst automakers, wearables. Hyundai showed how you can use a smartwatch to lock, unlock, remote start, and locate your vehicle. BMW wants to use wearables for the i3's automated valet parking feature, where you can send the vehicle off, and call it back and check its current status. BMW doesn't see that available for another five to seven years, but Hyundai plans to roll out its wearable app later this year, and we expect more automakers to follow. The commemorative poster for the 28th annual Eyes on Design Classic Car Show was unveiled yesterday. This year's theme is House Style, which will feature vehicles from some of the most influential designers in automotive history. The posters are always created by noted automotive artists, and this year's was painted by Tom Fritz. It depicts a 1933 or 34 Auburn 12-cylinder with the man who designed it, Alan Leamy. 
While at the unveiling yesterday, we received a copy of the poster and we'd like to give you a chance to win it. If this seems like something you would like, then answer this question. On what day is the Eyes on Design car show held every year? Just leave your guess in the comment section or send it to viewer mail at autoline.tv. And then don't forget to join us for Autoline After Hours tomorrow night. Our guest is Chris Reed, the chief engineer on the new Nissan Murano, an amazingly comfortable car. Coming up next, why this knucklehead who wants to get on GM's board and force the company to reduce its cash is very, very dangerous. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. Sheesh, this is just what General Motors did not need. A bunch of carpetbaggers posing as concerned shareholders out to line their own pockets. Yesterday, General Motors got noticed that a chap named Harry J. Wilson, this guy was one of the members of the White House's auto task force, which oversaw GM's bailout, is nominating himself to GM's board of directors. And he's got a posse of four big investment funds to back him up. They are demanding that GM spend $8 billion buying back shares, all with the intent of driving up the stock price. They think General Motors has too much cash. Well, let's see here. GM has $20 billion in cash and nearly $9 billion in securities. Volkswagen has $25 billion in cash and $10 billion in securities. And Toyota has $20 billion in cash and $20 billion in securities. So if Mr. Wilson and his pals pull this off, Volkswagen would have $14 billion more than GM. Toyota would have nearly $20 billion more in its war chest. And you can bet they're going to use that extra money to try and bury General Motors. Gee, it seems to me that if you were genuinely concerned about GM's health, you would pour every penny of that money into new products and technology and into building up the company's captive finance arm. These so-called activist investors claim they want to unlock value within the company. But more often than not, they make a quick buck, then look for their next target, leaving behind a financially weakened company that does not have the cash to keep up with its overseas competitors who do not face these kinds of financial shenanigans. Anyway, that's how I see it, and I would welcome your feedback. And that wraps up today's report. Thank you for watching.